0: Thanks to everyone who supported us over on Patreon. If you want additional episodes every month, you need to go back for $1 a month over at patreon.com slash boards and swords. Watch very closely now. Three, two, one. Bzzow. Check that out. We want the (laughs) fun. Go ahead, Apple. Is it okay? If, so, if it's okay, if light like with the bread touches the fries.
1: Do I really want to just stand still and cast a lightning bolt? No, I want to avoid you and shove a lightning bolt of grass. Fall. I just crapped my alien pants. <laughs> okay.
0: By the way, I, I, I just want to let you guys know. Huh? You hate um, all of us, and, and we're uh, fired. <laughs> I've I've released poison into the AC system. <laughs> <laughs> you all have about five minutes left to live. So much news, like all Nothing's this stuff to happened. talk about. No, there's been some stuff, but it was all boring. You didn't go with C!
1: Well, you need to go with C! And our friends, we, we combined. You told that story. We combined. I, have I told it on the podcast?
0: Yes. I'm pretty yeah, sure you told have. I am telling it again. Because I just realized as I was reading this that this game's already been done. They even made a show about it. It's called Yu Gi Oh! <laughs> and go watch it! This is Boards and Swords. Hey everyone, welcome to Boards and Swords. This is a podcast, just in case you just happen to wander in here somehow. Uh, this is a podcast about bad jokes, good folks, and some games as well. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Chris Renshaw. That voice that's on the other end of this Discord call, that's my partner in crime, Mr. Phil Perbig.
1: Evening, Mr. Renshaw.
0: This, how are you? How are you?
1: Uh, I, for a sec, I was trying to go Hannibal Lecter, but I can't do the thing. <smart noise> like weird f- yeah i can't do that
0: I, I i'm just making it up it's like everything yeah, yeah. i just make it up as i go along that's right everything's made up and the points don't matter yep yeah kabuki can the chat room says heavy emphasis on the bad jokes uh i'm gonna take a lesson from another podcast and i'm going to say some of our contact stuff at the top of the show because most people might cut off right when they start hearing the music so uh if you want to tell us how bad our jokes are, you can let us know, facebook.com slash boards and swords pod or boards and swords on, uh, on Twitter. And you can also find us youtube.com slash boards and swords. And with that, I think, I think it's time we go into some news. That sounds like a nifty idea. All right. Here, you want jokes? You want your bad jokes? Here they are. Uh, I thought about doing some illicit crimes, uh, holding people's files hostage, but then I ran somewhere. (laughs) And that is, so I I saw this and by the time I saw it, there was the update about everything's okay, but apparently uh, Diamond and Alliance game distributors, or those are big kind of comics and game distributors, uh, they they had a ransomware attack. So they partially recovered from the ransomware attack that hit them on Friday. This is from the 11th. So that was, uh, this is a couple weeks old, uh, taking down their websites and disrupting operations. Although they are shipping new releases. Now the delays may still continue. Uh, so just trying to get down to see, they're talking about like, Oh, everything's okay. Now everything's shipping. But yeah, oh maybe I should have actually gotten to the article where it actually happened. So basically the websites or that do all the order processing got affected. Uh, this is just another reminder, back up your crap. <laughs> use some sort of guys. use some sort of backup. Even if if you don't trust the internet, put it on a CD if you've got a CD player still. Like unless if if you don't mind if it gets erased, then you need to back it up somewhere cuz this this kind of stuff can happen to anybody. So, all right. Just like, for instance, I just accidentally deleted the next joke, but okay. Ba-da-ba-ba. No, I control Z, man. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if you remember, do you remember there's that 90s band called uh, Eiffel 65? Uh, did I vaguely remember them, sure. Did you know that they only go to CVS because I'm blue, if I go to Walgreens, I would die? <laughs> so, this one hit a little close to home only because like my daughter now works at Walgreens and I've seen this because now I have a reason to go into Walgreens because it's on, it's in the other, it, it's across the bridge, but uh, they've actually stepped up their, their board game game at Walgreens. They have uh, for, for the holiday time, they've got an end cap that has like a whole bunch of like actual board, you know, like R R level board games. I'm not talking just like your classics, like our level board games. And for instance, that's when I saw this, this news story, uh, big G creative titles included in Walgreens first ever games in caps, which big G creative. They do a lot of the uh, they do a lot of what's uh, not like IP related stuff. So they did big. G, you remember that Bob Ross word game we we did? Yeah. Yeah. That was like the the, the happy little accidents or whatever that was uh-huh. a yeah, I remember that one. Fairly, oh yeah it says Happy Little Accents right here yeah that was that was <laughs> Big G Creative um, they've got a new game or they've got a game called Bye Felicia <laughs> I mean it, it's 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 a random goose because they also have the Kraft Heinz Variety Game Pack which that was where it was like a mac and cheese game that looks like the Kraft mac and cheese and like a ketchup game that looked like the bottle of ketchup so there's a macaroni and cheese game yeah but I've heard it's not good like, okay, I mean, it, it's like somebody just like, here, take this box and make a game that's macaroni and cheese related that fits in this box. But here's a game oh. uh, coming out mid-November called Hangry. Nice. And it's, this might be up more. Hangry is a fast flipping food matching card game where you try and steal your favorite uh, from their opponents. It plays at 15 minutes. For three to six players and retails for eighteen dollars. Uh, they oh they released a carpool karaoke game back in twenty nineteen. But yeah, like they're they're partnering up uh, as a retailer that cares about mental wellness and family time. Walgreens is the perfect retailer to exclusively launch Hangry and No Filter. Yeah, so if you want that Hangry game, you have to go to a Walgreens. Like, that's, I mean, that's just kind of ridiculous. Not like ridiculous in a bad way, just kind of insane that we're, you know, we're talking about Walgreens getting exclusive releases. So when you get this board game from your grandmother, he's like, I heard you like board games. And you're (laughs) like, I don't even know about this game. Now you do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Next up. Did you know that uh, when they were coming up with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog sidekicks, they actually came up with two different names for it? Uh, it came down to a coin toss, but the intern taking notes misunderstood when they said heads or tails. So uh, <laughs> mental wellness, so Kabuki Kid, mental wellness and family time. Will that truly happen on Thanksgiving? God, no. But I mean, you get what you get. People take the holidays too serious, but I could go on a whole all rant about that. Uh, ba- you're new oh that's that's a uh,
1: that's Chris's new podcast debuting in 2022 uh, Rancho Rants. nobody
0: no I just like to sprinkle them in here when they're board game related uh Platt hat games unveiled familiar tales which is a cooperative deck building game by Jerry Hawthorne Jerry Hawthorne working with Plat hat games those are the people that did uh uh My and then there was a couple other one. I think they did. There was one of the other storybook games that they did, where uh, something something tales. What was it? It was a. It was about like stuffed stuffed fables. There we go. It was a game called Stuffed Fables, where you were like a stuffed animal um, in a kid's bedroom and like trying to like protect it as you go through all these different like storybook pages. And it was okay. one of those games like. Uh, where you open up the book and that's the board and then you go to the next scenario like the next scenario is you flip the page and now it's a new board. Oh cool. Yeah. Uh that was that, I'm just the, these are the kind of games that this this duo has come up Playhead games and Jerry Hawthorne have come on before. Uh and this game players take on the roles of a wizard's familiar. That's why you get familiar tales that have been given the job of saving and raising a princess. The familiars need to find ways of keeping her alive and away from the evil forces uh, that are pursuing her at the same time. The princess is a child, so they need to care for her. You build up skill decks to help them provide or perform a variety of actions in the game. And if the princess survives, they win the game. Uh 45 says it plays in 45 minutes and will retail for $80 and yeah uh stuff in the chat stuff fables got a lot of good buzz yeah that's that's what i i never personally played it because i didn't think i was the right demographic for it you know if i had if if chloe had been more interested in games the a year or two ago when it or i think it was like three years ago i want to say it was 2017 um then uh it would have it would have been more up my alley but i just knew it was not going to get played and reviewed so i didn't i didn't try and uh review it so, but uh yeah this uh this let's see if there's a picture here and pull this up yeah lots of lots of good artwork oh this looks like it does have in the background you can see it does have kind of that uh spiral bound book kind of thing it's probably more of a scenario book since this is more card based yeah, uh, gameplay yeah. but there is like a, there are some minis. So maybe that maybe some that has to do with something as far as moving them around. Um, to, is that a weather? Huh? Is that a, is that a weather dial? Uh, it does look like it. Oh, nope, that's just zooming in text. All right. Yeah, it does kind of look like it. Uh, it's discontent. Oh, is
1: what it is. Discontent.
0: Uh, are you able to zoom it in? Uh,
1: yeah, Control Plus.
0: Oh. I was doing that, and it was making the the text bigger, not the... Uh, oh, yeah. I clicked on the picture. Ah. Uh,
1: All right. Uh, you, know, you know, I... What I was re- my familiar in that live play we did? Uh, Wasn't it like a pixie or something? The live play. Which live play? What was the... Uh, it was uh, me, Jimmy, Corey. Was was Nickel there as well? I don't remember. But we
0: were making cardamom beer. Oh, yes. So that was the D&D game. So Nickel was there. Nickel was... Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the familiar... It was like, it was like a, a Sprite, right? It was a Sprite. That's what it was. It was a yeah. Sprite. Yeah, because yeah, you ended up using that for a lot of different things. For
1: everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, he touches this guy. It's lawful evil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Can I keep a poker face now that I know that? Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, you might think that these come easy to me, but sometimes I have a lot of trouble coming up with many of these jokes, but then randomly they'll just come to me very easily. So at that point, you could say I've pun locked something in my brain. Uh, we're hitting peak Day with this next story. Uh, Unlock Game Adventures brings you games about your games. And this is the Day game about Day games. French publisher Space Cowboys has announced a December 3rd, 2021 release for in France for Unlock Game Adventures. So Unlock is an escape room game in case you didn't know, uh, especially one played with cards so that you don't like destroy the components. You could just you play with the cards, box it up and you can hand it to somebody else and they can play the game. But and they usually come boxed as a group of three games. Uh, it's newest trilogy of escape room style games with each scenario being based on an existing game from another publisher that's owned or distributed by Asmodee. So uh, the brief descriptions, you, so you got ticket to ride, you got pandemic and Mysterium. So all Asmodee games now being talked about in here, uh, ticket to ride, take a train trip across the U S and what you must thwart the scheme planned by the rail barons. That sounds kind of cool. Actually Uh pandemic. I mean, I like this one's a little too on the nose. Pandemic. An epidemic threatens mankind. Everyone's future depends on you and your team of medical experts as you face a global health crisis. Might be getting a little too meta there. But that's just the plot of Pandemic. I know, but yeah. Uh, Mysterium. Enter the manor and experience a dark and surreal investigation in which you must resolve the murder with the ghost's vision cards and a dreamlike and esoteric journey filled with mysteries. So, yeah, I just saw this and I had to bring it in because it was just like an unlock game about games, (laughs) Uh, although they could keep this. So if if they were to make more of them, uh, what what else do you think they would? What else could they do that that's a that's Asmodee property like off the top of my head? uh, Arkham Horror. Arkham Horror. um I'm trying to think. Right.
1: Asthma Day wise. I mean, well, if I mean we're talking, are we talking like Asthma Day specifically, or just like
0: the whole blanket of Asthma Day as the a, whole blanket um, of Asthma Day? Because like Ticket to Ride, I mean, Ticket to Ride is a uh, Days of Wonder game. uh Pandemic is a Z-Man game. um okay. but um, it also it says own. Yeah, that's where I said like Asthma. That's where I said like uh Arkham Horror. If yeah. you go distributed by Asmodee, that opens you up to all the Cimon games, to where you could do like a Blood Rage. Ooh. Well, hang on, I'm just I'm just reading the last
1: sentence in that top part above the picture. Yeah, uh, ex- from another publisher that is owned. Or yeah, distributed yeah, that's by that. Asma, I, yeah, so. I got that. Ooh. I got I got that highlighted here. Oh, Twilight Imperium. Yeah, uh, mentions yeah. in the chat. Yeah. Um, who did? Wait, I, you said so? Like Cimon? Do they distribute the? Um, oh, dang it, dang it, dang it. Um, Arcadia Quest. Why? can't oh Arcadia oh an arcadia quest unlock game that'd be so awesome no i was going with um dang it uh, game of thrones ah doesn't simon do a game
0: of thrones game they the the they did that minis game that we played a while back
1: if asmodee distributes that
0: yeah well asmodee's got the license i mean fantasy flight does all kinds of game of thrones games okay there we go so yeah yeah you could do that you could do well they already did star wars so i can't say star wars They actually did a series of Star Wars unlock games. Oh, okay.
1: Well, we can always do more.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, speaking of Simon and uh, properties intertwined, uh, did you know that the that radio stations in Canada play different versions of songs by the Cranberries? Uh, for instance, one of them goes in your head, Zamboni, Zamboni, Ha!
1: <laughs> <Got he. laughs>
0: so uh, I'm gonna apologize on the video because this the, the website I got this from, they've got this like bar that I can't get rid of and just keep scrolling. But Simon, so we're a little ahead of schedule here. by the time that this episode comes out um, in the podcast feed, you will already know if this is true or not. But you know we're recording this early and for those watching live, Simon has been teasing that they have a new game coming up. It's their 50th Kickstarter. They've also been teasing that it's going to be a Marvel property and they've been sending out kind of figures to a couple different like content creators based on everything we've seen. The hints indicate that we could be getting a Marvel zombicide game. So uh, like for instance, they've been seeing, I got it. I don't know how well you can see it on, uh, see it on the, let me see if I can open the image here. Yeah, there we go. Uh, they've got a huge zombified Galactus that they've been teasing. That that was one of the teaser. This thing is two feet tall by 17 inches wide. I don't know if you could if you got the stream pulled up where you can see it Philip, or I can send it to you.
1: Oh no, I'm right here on the I'm right here on the picture. I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm just I'm just listening really really hard in the background. If anyone else can hear it, Chris's wallet is running away from. Me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, I said I was I was said something. I was like, you know, I've been happy with the Zombicide stuff I have, considering I haven't played it as much, but I need to play it more now that I've got everything painted. But if something was gonna get me back to playing to, to, to buying another zombicide game, this would be it. So the 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 article we have here Simon uh, is teaming up with Spinmaster Games and Marvel for a new Kickstarter and since it'll be Seamon's 50th Kickstarter they're going all out for it the first tease of the campaign was a miniature Silver Surfer which some suggested that meant Galactus was going to be involved and then nobody sa- expected they were going to deliver the massive Galactus that you see uh, and since it's Zombie Galactus they are still waiting for the official reveal the teases suggest we're getting a Marvel Zombies version of Seamon's hit Zombicide game because the Zombicide logo was included on the packaging of the Galactus, which was sent to Man vs. Meeple. So the, it, it, it's it's a, it's a tease, but almost in like a everything but the actual official <laughs> PR statement.
1: Yeah.
0: So there you go. Uh, Marvel Zombies coming to your Zombicide game. It, it sucks because it's like, do I need another Zombicide game? But yeah yeah it's gonna be a hard that's gonna be yeah you're right my wallet's gonna cry Mm -hmm. yeah no interest in marvel zombicide but i'm sure it'll make yeah this will make a lot of people happy especially if they're wanting something big for their their 50th um other rumors on the street is that this won't launch until uh beginning of 2022 so that's kind of nice because it gets us out of that uh christmas christmas kind of that's right that's right Year. Um, but also the fact of if it, if it launches, then then we won't get the game probably until like a year, year and a half later. That's plenty of time for me to get tired of, of, of the, uh, black plates on side right? Exactly. It's gotta be different. That's, that's the biggest thing here. It's gotta be very, it can't just like it. It can't just be Zombicide, but we slapped Marvel and it's superheroes instead of survivors, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, they got to throw like some some Marvel storyline stuff. In.
0: Yeah, or, or like having it to where the zombies aren't just generic zombies, but like you could have the, mo- you could have like. Iron Man, but here's also zombified Iron Man that you could be fighting as, like, one of the baddies.
1: Okay, yeah, that yeah. That kind
0: of thing where some of the heroes are both... It depends on, like, well, I want to play Iron Man, and then, like, oh, nobody wants to play Iron Man, so we'll put or zombified Iron Man instead in there. Or if you're playing as the zombified heroes that are just trying to, like, mow over all the, the other human zombies, that would be kind of cool mm-hmm. to where instead of playing survivors, you're just, like cuz that was the thing in Marvel Zombies they were actually like smart zombies they were just hungry they were just they were smart zombies they were just hungry all the time they were hangry yeah they were hangry so that i mean that that would be something that would make it different enough that you know it would warrant having multiple copies yeah. although with me trimming down the games collection that is still kind of a hard sell so ah uh, so that's your news that's the news that's hoped. that's that's the, that's the news so switching over to other things, uh, what you been up to, Philip? Uh, well, I've. Um, what have I been up to?
1: Well, I start the. I start. I start the new position uh, uh, at 9 a.m. Uh, next Monday. What new position? Uh, oh, I didn't tell you about yeah, that.
0: Yeah, I don't. You. I'm,
1: <laughs> I. I. I got. A, I'm calling it a promotion. Okay. Um. There's a. There's a monetary compensation raise involved. That sounds like a promotion to me. And I. Don't get to actively deal with customers on a regular basis. That sounds like an even bigger promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh you you know what the U boxes are at yeah. U right? Okay, yep. yeah. Basically I get to I get to work in a warehouse and like make sure it runs smoothly. Ah. Like I'm not I'm not in charge of anything. There is no manager in my title, which yeah. I'm completely happy with. I You're still like get a- to clock out and go home. Yeah. Um but that's all I'm gonna be responsible for. Ninety-four point three percent of the time.
0: Nice. So you're kind of like the the like trying to find a word that's not manager for it. it it's like uh, well, I'm, I mean, I'm really just gonna be a warehouse grunt. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, like I still know everything I already know. So mm-hmm. if I absolutely have to. Yeah, you're 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 uh, you're uh, a fill-in. For so you're gonna be having a more normal schedule or uh no it is uh it's an hour drive away oh ew. that's okay but I mean I'm I'm hoping for like well openings. but I mean like yeah are you gonna still have like a normal like set schedule just
1: I'm we're I'm trying I'm trying um one of the thi- one of the things that the um the our the our our marketing company president. That's his official title. Mm-hmm. He's he's the guy who's in charge of all the store managers. So that's mm. yeah. He uh he said that you know can't really have a set schedule because we got to fill the needs of the business. And I was like, <laughs> but I mean, hopefully it turns out that the needs of the business don't need me on Sundays and Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> the ne- the ne- <laughs> the, yeah. needs of the, <laughs> the needs of the Philip. The needs of the Philip. Yeah.
0: Well, he, one of his it's things just, he was no, like, just the way you I said think- it reminded me of the the the. the, the spock the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few
1: yeah that one uh one of the things he told me he was like yeah so i believe everyone should have at least one weekend off a month and i was like you know i really don't care about that All I really care about is that both my days off are right next
0: to each other. <laughs> so you actually have a weekend. That's, that's what I like.
1: And if it could be Sunday and Monday, that would be perfect. <laughs> Sunday can be my day. And then Monday, you know, I got to start like being an adult and scheduling doctor's appointments and all that kind of crap. Or just like other life stuff. <laughs> Do that on Monday. You know, actually yeah, be it's able to the house. Way. All right. Yeah. Cool beans. But, so yeah. But I did put the, I, I don't know. Did I tell you I put the new radio in the car? uh you did because you were having me call you that's right that's right so you know i got the new radio in the car i got the backup camera hooked up in it yeah it sounds nice like name.
0: someone's gonna uh, start listening to some podcasts <laughs> nope
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's got onboard storage for all my music yeah and put it on shuffle um, no audio books or anything no no audiobooks. i can't i gotta even the music—the music is just background noise. Yeah. Every once in a while, I start singing along to a song, but other than that, it's just a—you know—if uh, I—if I hear a weird clank coming from the front of the car, I just turn the music up louder and mm-hmm. ignore it. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. So that's that's all. So like, I haven't been playing Destiny because I—I told my boss I was like, "Hey, um, these next two weeks, I—I uh, want to open, because I kind of need to get ready for it anyway." Right. So let's force the body
0: to. <laughs> get Be back to the regular schedule right back to our regularly programmed our regular scheduled program there we go that's the word one of them yeah something in there made sense well well dang man nothing like revealing that to me on a live podcast hey catch a reaction everyone caught yeah. your reaction raw right there that was chris uh, i don't know if there was a much of a reaction to catch hey you want to know what i've been working on guess what uh, more, warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> more warhammer more warhammer Oh man, look at this! Uh, I finally finished it. I think I sent you the final, the finished picture. Uh, you I, did. All I the bought. Red? I bought the. I bought the night one of the knights because we got we got Thanksgiving coming up this week, and I wanted a oh. knight to be able to play. So I bought this imperial knight. So you can see, there's a better front or front view, and I've it's even got like a missile pod that I painted, uh, and I already magnetized it so you can like swap out the missile pod for the anti aircraft gun on top. There you go. Um, and the shoulder pads here actually are also magnetized as well uh, because the arms, the arms actually kind of, screw. It, it's kind of a screw. It's one of those like you, you, you put it in and kind of rotate it down and that locks it into place. Okay. But uh, the, I couldn't do that if the shoulder pads were glued on. So I made them magnetic so I could pop them off and take off the arms because it'll travel better that way.
1: Okay, there you go. That's so a six and a half inch wide base.
0: Is it um, the the uh,
1: the gray? Oh, with you the said with, the, with the numbers. Yeah, just looking at the numbers.
0: Okay, because I, like, like, I mean the how base is tall, is he? So, um, I mean I, I've been saying he's about a foot tall, but he's I guess he's probably closer to like ten inches. Then maybe if the okay. base is like six, you also got to remember the base is also crooked. So it's, ba- yeah, I was I was given some allowance there. Oh yeah, so there you go. That was yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I got to play this sucker. Um, I got to play this sucker in a fight yesterday and it was so great. So I was talking with one of the guys at the store that was sending out the missions and the mission we were playing this week was, it was an evac mission. Where uh, everybody plays their troops, and then it's just race to these two objective points, and you got to get your guys. Like every turn, if you control the objective point, um, you get to remove one of your guys off the board. And for every guy you remove off the board, you get twice their power level in victory points. Oh, nice! But you get the the. But any any vic- enemies you kill, you just get normally their victory points, and so. Um, we had one guy whose partner didn't show up. So I was just like, oh, let's just bring him in to our game. So we ended up, we had to modify it to have three people. And so we had to add like an extra objective point. So there was at least one per player. But like, I was like, when I was talking to one of the guys at the store, I was like, I'm going to bring this, I'm going to bring this knight. I'm going to work my list so that I have enough points. I can bring this night. And, <laughs> and I was like, don't tell my opponent. I want this to be. And so he's bringing in like a normal <laughs> units and stuff. And I'm just like, bah, <laughs> drop this knight on the table. <laughs> in fact, I dropped like the, the entire, my entire unit. Cause the knight, since it takes up, like it took up a third of the points I needed. Uh, uh-huh. It was the knight, <laughs> the jet I had last time, um, the tank I've been using and then just like two squads of units that were just in the jet in the tank and I was using those as like caravan to get to the points. <laughs> but the other guy he had he was playing it was the guy I played orcs against and so he had this big huge it's called an Orc stompa. It's this big huge it's even bigger than my knight. It's like one and a half times the size of my knight this huge orc thing and he had you know it's just like full of orcs and like he had a truck full of them as well. so it was just utter chaos like it was just crazy like first turn he just goes and like parks his stampa on the point and you're considered capture the point if you're within 3 inches of of the of the point well his base was larger than 3 inches so like <laughs> he covered the entire zone that could like keep anybody from getting the point so, and then just like it was, it was, it was so great because we just started like trading shots because he, he saw my knight and he was a little jealous from the last time we fought and I ended up winning. So he's like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to take out this knight. So the first round, he just like unloads everything into my knight, takes it down to like half health. So I was like, okay, fine. So I just take my, I put my jet and just like shoot it right in front, like park it right in front of his Stompa and just unload the knight, unload the jet everything into this like his Stompa like my knight had 20 like has like 26 hit points and he got it down to like 13 his Stompa has like 30 like 40 30 or 40 hit points and I took it down to like 20 or 19 <laughs> in, in one turn and so he was kind of like uh, okay and so the second round he's like well he just got you know because we were sitting there fighting at each other the third guy just marched his stuff up to a point and then just took it off right away. Cause nobody was, nobody was even bothering him. And so he got already like a huge amount of points. And so the, the, the orc player was just like, we need to stop hitting each other and go attack him. And I'm like, that sounds like a plan. And he's like, okay, so promise we don't attack each other. And I'm like, deal. And he even wrote it down on a contract, a little sticky note and put it in the middle. And I was like, sounds good. But he went before me. So he didn't attack me, he attacked the other player. Philip, you've played games with me. <laughs> what do you think happened when it got to my turn? Once or
1: twice, I feel like um I I feel like in Warhammer that contract was not legally
0: binding. <laughs> when it got to my turn, I just politely went over and just ripped that contract in half and just handed it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then just proceeded to cuz during his turn, he had unloaded all the units out of his uh out of all of his vehicles and the units are really what you score with. Like yes, some of the vehicles you can score with as well, but the units are where most of the points are. I then proceeded to just mop away all of his points. <laughs> just the ter- I dropped off the the terminators, they just came in and slaughtered a bunch of his guys, but it ended up being a tie because like all of us managed to get our big things out. Like I managed to get my knight out and that's, you know, 26 points of double that is you know, fifty-two yeah. and the way that that these crusade games work, you're capped at a hundred points and we all just hit that hundred point cap. So Oh, okay. Yes, I am that guy in a game of diplomacy. I just like to cause chaos at the table. You know, even if it like, I may know I'm not gonna win, but if I can just make something unpredictable happen at the table to where it just throws off everybody else's game, I'm all for it. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're not going to get first place. Make
1: him work that much harder to keep first
0: place. Well, it's more of like, oh, you've got a plan there. Well, let me, I mean, even you may still win, but I'm just going to set your plan on fire (laughs) and make you do some damage control first before you win. That's right. Uh, So also we at Kawiki Chid said, just played some Warhammer Quest Silver Tower yesterday with friends. Fun game, and they paint everything well. That's a game I do want to try. They got the Warhammer Quest uh, Silver Tower was one of them. The, there was the 40k one that was uh, uh, Blackstone Fortress, and there was that uh, what was the other one? Uh, Cursed City was the New Age of Sigmar one. They're really cool looking games, and it's 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 kind of got it, it, it's a board game, you know. So it's not like a 40k where you have to have all these different things. Um, it, it's a self-contained board game. They do sell expansions and stuff that you can add in. But they have like a rule set that has like a upgrades where you can spend you know imagine a game like Zombicide but with Game Workshop stuff yeah, yeah or or arcade like any C Mon kind of dungeon delving game oh, um, yeah. but uh, Captain Schadenfreude. Freud <laughs> did I say that right Philip you're God the Freud yeah okay you're, you're the you're the between the two of us you're the German expert dude I've forgotten more German sure so yeah. My mother would be embarrassed at my
1: current <laughs> my current German knowledge.
0: So uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug the Patreon here and say everyone should go check right. out uh, boardsandswords.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash Uh We'll probably have to schedule uh, another time to record for because we're not. I don't think we're going to get bonus bits in today. Um, but we'll get that. But you join Dollar Month, and that's all we care about. Get you... Uh, uh, Gets you access to all of our bonus bits, which is extra content that we record. Sometimes it's board game related. Sometimes it's just like, what are we watching? Yeah. Uh, I heads up, I've still not seen Dune. <laughs> That's on my. You to realize do th- you realize you own the HBO Max account, right? I know. I, it's just I I just haven't got. Again, I've been furiously painting. I don't want to put something on in the background that I want to sit there and actually watch. So okay,
1: I feel you on that. No, I'm, I'm 100% where we're on that.
0: Okay. Okay. So, anyways, I, I, go, go check that out. Um, in the meantime, uh, I've actually got a game for us. That's it's definitely something that we can do just one v one here because it's more right. of me asking you. I'm calling this try Buy, or sigh, um, and this this one's gonna be our winter games edition version. And here I've got so what I did is I wanted to find a bunch of winter themed board games because that was somebody somebody uh, suggested as a topic uh the winner the winter themed board games. And so I found this article. It's on BoardGameKing.com. It's like a top ten winner themed board and card games. And so what I'm gonna do is Philip, I'm gonna read you the description here and you're gonna tell me are you, would you is this a game that you would try? Is this a game that you would like just straight up hands down throw my money take my money. I would straight up buy it before even playing it. Or is this a sigh as in no interest at all? Okay. So we, got, we understand things here? We're there. We're there. All right. We're there. Uh, also, uh, Kabuki Kid asked us about the new Ghostbusters. Again, that's one of those things. I want to see the movie. I just don't want to go to a movie theater. That's that's where I'm at for a lot of things. <laughs> game of Thrones, the board game. Easy to argue, a winner connection. Yeah, it could be on here. I didn't, I didn't really go through the list because I wanted to just kind of... So first up here, this order, again, this is based on this Board Game King website. So this is the way they have it. And we're just going to get Philip's take on, on that. So first up we have here is a fantasy flight game called Hey, That's My Fish. It's not penguins and I'm immediately out. <laughs> in this game, players are supposed to collect as many fish as possible with the help of their waddle of penguins. When a player gets a turn, they have to move one of their penguins in a straight line. Uh, on a hex and the hex tiles in which the penguins have moved, blah, blah, blah. You collect the hex tile where you started from. This creates a gap, and these gaps can't be crossed by the penguins in future terms. Oh, uh, so it's kind of it, you know what this reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of Fall Games, that one where uh, do you remember that thing in, in Fall Guys where you would drop onto the platform, and as you stood on a the platform, the, the pieces would, would go away, and you tried to like move around to the point where other people would fall through to the next level. Do you remember that? Not really. Okay, well, that's what this game reminds me of. The description is so we got automatic sigh. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Uh, well, no. Um, uh, I found out it's not a it's not a flicking dexterity game. So right. I'm try
0: it. Okay. By the way, speaking of Ice Cool, uh, they've come. They're coming out with a new version. It's called like Iron Forest. It's mech themed. Uh, it's it's gonna be similar to Ice Cool in that it's like you flick the things through the different rooms, but this one's going to have a second level that you can like go up to. And the way you go up to it is there's basically like a slingshot that you go into and like you press it down and let go and it flings you up onto the top level. And then there's holes that drop you back down to the main level. And I'm like, that sounds cool AF. All right. Uh, Hey, that's my fish is pretty good. Completely abstract, but quick and fun. Some of more work to set up than to play. Yeah, I, I, I see that. Uh soft folder that yeah Gen Con's I think where they talked about the, the Iron Forest thing, but we'll see. I think it's gonna be a Kickstarter. But uh so hey, that's my fish. Where you said you're not sigh anymore, so are you thinking try? I, I mean that that would be a try, yeah. All right. Uh next one is Race to the North Pole. This is uh Race to the North Pole is a quite interesting game that's been released by Playmore Games. Uh facing the snow is different is difficult. The game board is made up of two layers. Uh, The top layer of the board rotates and has holes in it to showcase the lower board parts with every rotation of the board, which occurs because of the storm. The goal of the game is quite simple, and that is to get to the North Pole before any other player. You need luck as well as skill, but we could say it requires more skill than luck to win the game. Uh, I don't know if I really understand what it was talking about based on that. I should have put found links to the actual games. Uh, So so the board rotates. Yeah, that's what I was getting. All right. Here we go. The board rotates, and obviously, I guess it like some remove uh, makes it easier to see certain things. Oh, okay. So like, it's like a maze that you only see part of the the part part of the board at a time. So you're not sure if like you're walking into a trap or not. Okay, that's kind of cool. So where are you at, Philip? try buy or sigh on this one is this another I would try? try it yeah. I like the I That's like what I'm saying I the, think yeah, this I like is definitely a try board aspect yeah I'm all down for stuff like that yeah uh, all right next one is Snowdonia. Uh, in the game snowdonia players will represent work gangs they'll be offering labors for completing the construction of Snowden Mountain Railway this game is like uh, is nothing like other board train games and believes us it is one of the unique and interesting board game available in the market. Uh, you will make way for a railway track roll on the mountainside, lay tracks and construct stations and viaducts. Viaducts. I don't know why I said viaducts. The challenging part is that you have to complete all of this while fighting in the uh, harsh weather of the Welsh mountain and then some other challenges, including in the game. Um, I'm already going to say that I, I know a little bit about this, and especially because it's by, like, Lookout Spiel. They they this the, the people that make this, these are a lot more heavier games, which are usually, like, the heavier Euro-style games that are kind of out of my, uh, that it's just not my cup of tea. So I'm gonna say it's definitely a pass or a sigh for me.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a sigh for me too. Yeah, like I'm, I, I enjoy a heavy game when it's got a, when it's got an IP that like, mm. like ascendancy, something Star else Trek that's gonna ascendancy. bring
0: you in. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is Mount Everest. Uh, it can be counted among the best winter-themed board games. In this game, you'll be in the role of an experienced mountaineer, and you have climbed Earth's highest. Mountains several time. Uh, the main challenge here before you is to take a group of tourists to the mountains peak and bring them back safely. This reminds me of summit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I can tell you, this is the only way I will ever be considering
0: myself as a <laughs> <laughs> <Not here. laughs> uh, players have to decide whether they may set camps and also decide the amount of oxygen that they should bring to the peak. Oxygen is the only thing that'll make sure that you receive the cards and will allow tourists to complete their climb safely they can also decide the type of clients they would like to take with them, uh, but know the, but know this fact that more than the number of tourists will be the journey that will become more accident-prone. Um, based on just the description, I think I'm kind of out just because I think I'd rather play Summit, especially with the the, the competitive mode where you can, like, screw the other players because that part's more fun to me than just... Yeah, Summit was real fun. Yeah. Just like that, that got them... Uh, so 12. Oh, I didn't get it. It, it, Where are you at? Are you a, a sigh on this one as well? Yeah, that's a sigh. Yeah, I think Kabuki kids with you. I'm in the camp that thinks people who climb Everest are mad, especially the ones where there was like the do you remember? What was it like 2019 where there was like a line to get to the top of Everest? Yeah. And like people had died just sitting there. That's crazy. That's that's nuts. Yeah. Like I'm all for achievement unlocked kind of stuff, but not when it means your life Mm. Uh, so, this is one from Calliope Games, who they make Sorrow. So, I'm a fan of their games. Oh, all right. Uh, 12 Days is a card game and a holiday themed game. It's for people above the age of eight, and it comes around 15 minutes or more. Uh, it's centered around the 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, the total... Okay, the... Okay, doesn't the actually... Traditional,
1: the traditional 12 Days of Christmas, the redneck 12 Days of Christmas, or the Muppet 12 Days of Christmas? Uh, Which one?
0: Considering that there's a, a, a kind of like a, a dove or a partridge here in the middle, I'm assuming it's the the original one. Okay, you give me a redneck 12 Days of Christmas, i all <laughs> this game. Hey, maybe there's a... Uh, Maybe there's a, you know, like a a different version. All right. I had to pull the BGG page because the actual description just says like the cards that are in it and just says, hey, there's strategy, but it doesn't tell me anything about the game. Uh, Over 12 rounds, players will try and re-gift unpopular cards while keeping cards that are strong enough to win the day. Uh, This sounds actually kind of up my alley. Uh, It's 80 cards.
1: This this just sounds like a magic
0: draft. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So it's, the gift deck consists of 80 cards, one partridge and a pear tree, two turtle doves, all the way up to 12, dru- 12 drummers drumming. Uh, you shovel the deck, then deal everyone 12 cards. Uh, each round, a holiday card is up for grabs, with the cards ranked from 1 to 12 and being worth 1 to 12 points. And around, you give a present to the le- player on your left, open presents and tries to win the day with the best present, uh, and buys a new gift to refill his hand. So there's like three games almost going on here. Ew, talking about Everest, Kabuki Kid says the bodies that froze up there are used as landmarks.
1: Oh yeah, it's also
0: um, it is it's completely littered in uh, waste. Ew, that just yeah. reminds me of a bad parody, or just uh, just thinks of bad parody. Of, Let the bodies lead the way. Let the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I was going to try. I was going to say try, but it almost sounds like they took a simple game and made it complicated. And you're right. It does sound like just like a basic draft kind of game. I don't know about that one. That's a borderline try or sigh for me. What about you? That's a, Yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm If there's nothing else to do. If someone's really excited to play it, I'm not going to say no. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, um, Few Acres of Snow is our number five. Martin Wallace. So I'm already going to say it's probably a pass for me. But uh, Martin Wallace is a well-known name in the field of board games. If you haven't heard about him, he does games such as Brass, Steam, Age of Steam, Automobile, and others. Uh, the game offers to players to relive the famous conflict between Britain and France, which eventually led to the formation of Canada, as France gave up its holding. Uh, it's not a pure war game. Uh, the only thing that we would like to say is that it's genuine pleasure to... Okay, you got to tell us more about the actual game. Uh, was it was a it few acres of snow? Is that what it was? Yeah, here we go. This is the guy that did uh, uh, Brass, Birmingham, Brass, Lancashire. I don't think I... I don't think I played that with you. I think that was Corey and Jimmy. I played that with. Um, yeah, those don't uses, sound familiar. To it me. uses a deck building game similar to or card mechanics similar to Dominion, where it's a card driven game. Um, I mean, I'm kind of a, a pass purely on the artwork because it's kind of got that old like 2011 style of art of Euro game artwork. I don't know if you've seen uh, if you saw it on screen. Like here, this is what the cover looks like, and this is what all the board and stuff. This is very. Uh, this is the game that has the infamous Halifax hammer strategy that some people claim to be unbeatable according to kabuki Kid in the chat room uh sure uh if you're de- if it's your couple T cool doesn't seem like it's in my realm of, of, of board games would Philip have you got a chance to see it I uh, yeah I'm, I'm looking at it I uh, what the hell kind of map is
1: that uh I, I think oh, it's wait hang on it's supposed, it's supposed to be, be Canadian uh, I think it's supposed to be Canada yes oh yeah because I saw the Great Lakes yeah okay uh
0: K2. Is, is our next one. Uh, I've heard of this game, but I've not tried it. Uh, it revolves around K2 Mountain. Each player will control a team of two mountaineers, and you're trying we're to climb a mountain again. Yeah, we're climbing a mountain again. Uh, I'm just going to pass by this one, because I think we're already saying that Summit's the better game, right? Yeah. Okay, Snow Tales. I mean, at least we're hit. we are hitting the theme pretty hard on this. So We are. You know, I- we name out, so this is a, rene- we got a Renegade Games title here. Oh, there we go. Uh, roll a brave sledder in this game through the tough climatic condition of Arctic Circle. Uh, you get different modular pieces, and these pieces will set together to form difficult and different courses. You have dog Ooh. decks, and these decks can be drawn to play onto the sled mat. Uh, remember that movement will never be in a straight line. The sled might drift to the left. Uh, speeding into the corner or losing control of car card will give you dent cards, and these cards will eventually result in limiting the player's hand size. Um, uh, I think I'm getting on a, a gist of that, and I've heard, yeah, like uh, Kabuki said, says Snowtails is fun, and I generally dislike racing games like this. It does sound pretty appealing. Like I am, uh, I I am interested. I it's a Renegade game. Yeah,
1: I mean, they haven't the Renegade stuff I've played hasn't been bad. So, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of. Does it have any pictures of like the pieces?
0: Yeah, I've got it up here. This is like I think this is the first edition kind of thing because this is for back at like 20, 2008. But the one we had here okay. was a RediGame game, and I'm pretty sure RediGame games didn't exist in 2008, so it looks a little outdated. But it does look just kind of like a board with with just like a sled on it, and you just use cards yeah. to kind of move. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm usually down for I'm I'm usually down for um, a good racing game. Yeah, I would I would borderline buy this just because yeah. I do have a lot of fun with racing games. Uh, and then we got another FFG games talking Ooh. about Winter Tales. Uh, the shared plot between good and evil can give you immense pleasure. It's a storytelling game. The players will tail and live this tale, which revolves around the characters of fairy tales who represent hopefulness and goodness. The other side will be of soldiers, a winner, uh, and incarnate fierce. And they take, um, encounter fierce winter and cold, uh, players in the game will team up with one of the factions that either fight for the comeback of the spring or the shivering coldness of the endless winter. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard about this. It's a game of storytelling and imagination in a fairyland or fairy tale land. Eh, the theme's not for me on this one. Yeah, I'm not really... Interesting mechanism, how you steer the sled. Back to talking about winter t- uh, snow snowtails Give you yeah. one dog more power than the other to turn the other direction. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get you. I Yeah, like, uh, yes, I got like leaning into a turn kind of thing. That's cool. But it, it takes advantage of that double... Uh, uh, mechanic. It makes you feel of, of, uh, there's two sets of dogs. You know, you got that two lines. That's kind of cool. All right. I think we're passing winter Tales, right? Yeah. Uh, well the last one, uh, we already kind of know the answer to, and that's a game that we've already, uh, we've tried and buyed, (laughs) uh, and that's dead of winter,
1: dead of of winter crossroads
0: game. So, uh, literally another one that has winter in the title, um, this was like my number one game for a while. Uh, I don't think I've played it since it was my number one game. Yeah, um, we haven't played that a long. We time have, now. but it was it was one of those games that like I played it a lot when I was playing it, and then it just kind of wow. got burnt out because I was playing it. I played it like twenty times in a row. Yeah. Um, which I've got enough minis now from Zombicide. I could use minis instead of the cardboard standees instead of the little plaque. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Um, so that, that, that might be, and that was one we never, we never played with any of the expansions either. That was just That's like the, right. the base. There was I that. Mean, we had a couple of, we had a couple of like promo characters. Yes, we did have that. I um, that was it. Yeah. Cause I bought the like table international tabletop day version. So I had like the Felicia day card or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was like, what was it? The, the second game, which was like a standalone expansion was like the long night. And then there was the war and colonies. Where uh-huh. if you had both copies of the game, you could have like the two colonies like fight each other. Yeah, that would be kind of cool to try out very hard. It's going to be a very hard to get that many people together to play that kind of a game. But it is if you could pull it off, that would be kind of neat. Maybe do like, like three on a, sounds like we're planning a board and swords invitational. Yeah, if you could do like I think three on three would be like the sweet spot on that. All right. You know what I mean? Like getting at least three people. Cause I feel like three people is a good sweet sweet spot for one of each, for each game. And then any more than that, it would get like utterly ridiculous. You know, if you are doing like a, you know, five on five or whatever. Oh yeah. So I'm down for that though too. I mean, that's, there we go. That was, that was this list. Um, I agree that those are winter themed games. So, uh, that, that let us correct. If you've got better ones that might be more suitable to our kind of genre, then uh, hit us up, feedback at boardsandswords.com or let us know. Oh, some uh, Kabuki just got a free copy of Dead or Winter. You should play it. It's basically Walking Dead, the board game, even though there are Walking Dead, the board games. Yes. Um, But this is like, this replicates the show better than any of those board games could, at least like that, that kind of feel where it's not necessarily about the zombies. It's about the humans.
1: Oh, yeah. that That was that. That's. If ever anyone, if I like talk about the show The Walking Dead, and like, "Oh, I don't like that show." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! You got to think of the zombies as like, yeah, it's a the, setting. The, they're just there."
0: Yeah, they even said that about you know when they were doing the comic book. That Robert Kirkman said the the, uh, the Walking Dead was never about the zombies. It was always about the the people that have to kind of evolve and take place in this world. Cool. He already they are they already like it and have played it a couple times. That's good to hear. There we go. Man, now I'm wanting to check out the the I'm picking up the expansions. Mm. All right, now I may have to schedule a Dead of Winter game. Oh, there we go. I'm <laughs> uh, trying to think. Sitting here thinking of other winter games. I mean, there's the Winter Map of Root, uh, but I know okay. you weren't a fan of Root when we played it when we played it on the app. And yeah, like every because fa- was... you don't like the every faction playing completely different. Yeah, like I I like I like every faction having a unique ability. Right, but we all play the same right uh thinking of other winter versions of games you've also if you want to venture you got like ticket to ride there's like the nordic countries to where there's like you know like a northern ticket to ride i don't know if that's I don't remember. I've I've played it in the app once or twice, but I don't remember if it had very like winteristic kind of mechanics. Like the tracks freezing over or something like yeah, that. Yeah. like leaning to the left and right trying to see my minimized board <laughs> game collection. Uh there's this Discover Lands Unknown. That's that unique game that I got that like every board game's different. So there could be okay. winter stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. That's winter. Oh, that's right. That's just that's, no- right. that's nothing but cold base and pandemic kind of. Well, it is pandemic. Oh, that's right. That's right.
1: There's uh um, literally pandemic. I I didn't Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to need you you I I see you're sitting down, okay? Oh no. Um I did not pre-order the uh Santa Claus scenario for Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. And the only reason I didn't pre-order it is mm-hmm. because there was no like pre-order incentive. Oh so you're going gonna to get it. It's just... Yeah, it was literally a, uh, hey, order it two months ago or order it on
0: our store when we actually debut it. Right. I'm trying to find it, but there was like a winter version of Carcassonne that had like snow on all the tiles. Oh, here it is. Carcassonne winter edition. <laughs> literally that. Where, you know, it's just, it's Carcassonne, but all the tile, like, instead of green grass, it's got snow. Oh, okay. There you go. So there are plenty of these types of games. All right, that's. I think that's all we got this week. I think that is all we've got there. Roll that beautiful bean footage. We've got the...
1: There we go, everyone. That has been our show. Uh, It was uh, short and simple and to the point. Uh, If you liked what we did here, you got to watch us live every other Sunday-ish most of the time. Uh, yeah check out boardsandswords.com slash live that's got the schedule it's got the links to all of our live streaming channels Uh, also check out boardsandswords.com and you'll see all the other crazy stuff that we get into sometimes
0: all right we want your comments feedback I said it earlier I'll say it again Uh, feedback at boardsandswords.com boardsandswords.com uh boardsandswords.com in general for all the other stuff as Philip said. Uh, Facebook.com slash and Swords Pod, uh, at Boards and Swords on Twitter, at boardsandswordschris Swords Chris on Instagram, boardsandswords on and, YouTube,
1: uh, and on Twitter as at PhilTheDirtBag.
0: Yeah. I might tweet. I might. I might. You got <laughs> somebody tweet me first, I might reply. <laughs> uh, oh, the Kabuki Kid mentions there was that Ice Age expansion for Magic the Gathering. That was back in the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, this podcast is also a part of punch War media for other great gaming podcasts check out punchwarmedia.com uh, thanks for listening once again check out our patreon for other to help support the show we'll be back in two weeks with another show I might move it later so that we get more people it just depends uh, not this late maybe like a 7 I don't know 7 p.m. Eastern time I'm flexible I'm not rating anymore that was why it was always had to be 630 Uh, In the meantime, remember every gamer has a story and your story should go subscribe to us on YouTube because I'd really like to get over that thousand subscriber mark. We should do something for that thousand subscriber mark. We should. I don't know what. I got a lot of stuff I could give away. I got a bunch of D&D books over here. I got some dice and stuff down here. That's it. Maybe I just needed to do a giant giveaway. We won't do anything with food.
1: Or will we? That's be. where I draw the line.
0: I mean... We're not doing any hottest chip challenges. We're oh, you mean of. us doing stuff. No, I ain't doing yeah, that. we're not doing that. I thought you meant, like, us sending food. I mean... I, would, I mean I, I mean, would totally you get some, like gift codes to meal kit services. If there was like some if there was some way of like being able to 100% nail down who was the 1000th subscriber, I would send you a pizza if you were like if there was a way for me to do so. You like if it was possible for me to run like, you know, even even if you lived in a different country as long as they had like a Domino's and they accepted my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's something you don't have to worry about shipping. That's I'll just right. find your local area so